What's up, everybody? Do you sometimes feel timid or wish you were a little bit braver? Well, you're in luck because today's episode, we're going to be going over a few quick fixes for how to be daring. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? Now, Danny, would you consider yourself a daring person? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's a, This is a hard one because I feel like it's like, I get stuck with some of these terms where I feel like they're like, uh, um, like pop kind of like popular notions. And I don't know if like they really, if they say anything or not, I don't know. I think you should be daring in the sense of like going for things, but I don't, yeah, it's a hard one to, hard one to pin down sometimes. Yeah. The first thing that pops into my mind when I think of the word daring is dark wing duck, like Donald <laughs> Duck superhero. Like that's literally the thing that comes in mind when I think about how to be daring, but I think there is some benefit to being daring for pretty much everybody, as long as you don't go so far as to being brash or foolhardy, something like that. So clearly, it's like any virtue. You need to find uh, the golden mean between excess and deficiency. Well, that's the way to look at it, right? It's like finding that point where you're you're taking chances, doing what you want, but not going so far that you're causing problems. (laughs) Bingo. Bingo. So today we're going to cover three quick fixes each. I'm going to go first because I introduced today. So the first one that I have for how to be daring is always volunteer. Now, I'm not sure if you guys noticed this, but whenever they ask for a volunteer, the whole room goes quiet, like all the time. People are so timid to volunteer for anything. And it's not like the military where they ask for a volunteer and then they just pick you and you have to go run out to a battlefield to your death. Like that's not the volunteer yeah. they're asking for in almost all situations. So we're staying in front of I, nuclear bombs that are going off for testing, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I just made it a habit that whenever, like literally instantaneously, whenever somebody says, do we have a volunteer? I just all the time me because it breaks the ice for everybody else. Yeah. Sure. It's daring. And sometimes I don't know what I'm getting into. Like one time it backfired because I kind of have a fear of being alone by myself in the woods. And then, they asked for a volunteer and I was like, yep. And they're like, okay, you're staying in that cabin out there in the middle of the woods by yourself. And I like literally couldn't sleep that night. I was terrified. But other than that, I mean, it's been really, really good. <laughs> no, I, I think that's, I think that's a good one too. Cause I think like, you know, at the very least start on those. Like, I think a lot of people when they ask for volunteer, like a lot of people do want to do it. So at least start on those times when it's something you're interested in and then go from there. But yeah, it's a good one. because I think you're at least putting yourself out there. You're trying new things. And like you said, you don't even know all the time what you're volunteering for. So it forces you to take on things that you're, you don't even know you can do. And then you figure out how to do it, which is a great way to, I think, to be daring. That's a good one. I like that. Um, my first one is be yourself. Because I think this is, you know, crucial to doing anything or really like, you know, making anything of ourselves, taking chances, we have to know ourselves too. And we also have to go after what we want. So I think being yourself is important because if you know yourself, you can take the right types of chances, not be rash. You can do the things that are right for you and dare to be you, as they say. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good one because most people are so busy conforming that they don't actually realize who they are. And it doesn't take any, like, it doesn't take any courage whatsoever to conform form you're just just missing out on anything it could be and so by yeah well it's like the easiest thing in the world right and i think my next we get caught up oh go ahead (laughs) 
<laughs> so my next one is uh, feel the fear and do it anyways. So this is one where a lot of us have a lot of things that we're afraid of, but most of the time you survive it anyways. So like just embracing that fear, because if you get stopped in the fear, then the fear just continues to grow. As soon as you take action, the fear disappears. And so like this is something that I've personally done. Like I'm just going to share all my fears on this episode. I also, you know, scared of heights. I get weak in the knees up at very high heights. But uh, I went to this building that had one of these skywalks. And I wasn't thinking about it. I was like, piece of cake, whatever. I got up there and I looked down. You mean like the glass, the glass bottom? Yeah, like the glass. And then you can see 100 floors down. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I went to it. And the first time I went, I looked down and I literally like I laid down on the ground and I was like, I can't do this. I couldn't walk onto the glass. But then I was like, I can't live with myself if I do that. If that if I succumb to that fear, <laughs> so I had to go back another time to do it. But oh God, because yeah, you feel the fear, you do it anyways, and then you get over it. I still don't want to do it again. And I still have to do like bungee jumping and skydiving. But, you know, it's just like being daring by being willing to approach that fear. You know, it's funny. The heights that bother me are the middle heights. If it's really high, it doesn't bother me at all because I just figure I'll black out or I'll die on impact. It's the ones where like you would get maimed. Those yeah. are the ones that actually terrified me. So like 10 between, feet, between feet the floor two and six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually yeah. like really high heights. I think they're great. That's a good one though. I like that because I think it's <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're like you're you're pushing yourself there too to do that. And I think that's that's important. You're kind of pushing yourself into your limits, which is helpful. My next one is, uh, you know, be proactive. Don't wait. I think, you know, a lot of times, like even like you were saying, like facing our fears and doing what we're afraid of, you know, a lot of times to get over that hump, it's just taking action. It's not waiting. It's not prolonging because the more you prolong it, the more your imagination runs, the more you, you start to become fearful, become impotent, you don't act. So I think sometimes, you know, to be daring, you just have to act. You just have to do something. And once you do it, you realize you can do it and you kind of muddle your way through like we all do. <laughs> yeah. So my last one, initially I had one very similar to Danny's first one, which was oh. listen to your heart, but I actually changed it. Uh, I, still think I think listening to your part to your heart is important because, <laughs> you know, it takes some courage to do that, but I actually changed it to make a habit of it. So, mm -hmm. because here's the thing, like once you make it habitual, doesn't it may still be something very daring but it doesn't seem like it requires that much energy and so yeah. like doing something that you know people might consider daring like introducing yourself to other people just whenever you get the opportunity somebody new just introduce yourself say hi i'm randall or uh or whatever it is or whenever you're in an elevator with somebody just strike up a conversation you know start doing these little daring things and then they start to build on each other you make a habit of it and then uh when it comes time to do something really daring, you already have the muscle built. I like that one. That goes with my last one too, which is go beyond your limits. And I think you're right. If you habituate that stuff, you'll keep doing it. And it gets like, and I think most of the time, you know, and going beyond your limits, like a lot of time we perceive limits and we think it's scary to go beyond them. We think that's our, that's our, our max, our ceiling. But I think the more you push yourself beyond it, the more you realize you don't really have any. And if you habituate it, you really, you break down that fear, that barrier, the standing between you and getting it done. And I think that's a really good one too. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's a great point. You have to go beyond your limits to find out what they are. Because most of us yeah. think our limits are here, but really they're way beyond there. Yeah. So that's a great one to end it on. How to be daring six quick fixes for all of you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't, like, subscribe, share with friends and family. You can check us out on the podcasting services, also on YouTube. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Hey, Randy.